Happy holidays. Okay. Don't think Jocelyn, what are you talking about? It's still warm outside. I know, but guess what? We want to get you uber prepared for this holiday season because what we want is that you can get consistent sales, right? Have steady growth and keep growing your business beyond always having to offer a discount during the holiday season to drive sales. So if you want to get prepared while it's still warm outside, you can jump in and grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount. And it is a bundle of content prompts, tools, hashtags, and templates. And it includes a three-month calendar with things to say every single day from October to December. It is so helpful. So go out, enjoy the sunshine, and feel uber prepared for the holiday season when you grab yours now. Just head to holidaycontentideas.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Small Biz Founders with The Product Boss. I am Jacqueline, and we've got Mina here, and we're the co-hosts of The Product Boss Podcast. And we're so excited to bring to you today a very special person. We get to work with her, watch her grow, and build this incredible business that she's growing inside of The Product Boss Mastermind. So I want to welcome Danielle Beauregard of Fusion by Design Collars, the CEO and founder of the business. So welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. Thank you. I'm happy to be here today. So you're um, you're based in Canada, right? I am. I am just outside of Ottawa, Canada, um, and Ottawa is the nation's capital here. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us what what is Fusion by Design Collars? So Fusion by Design Collars, I jokingly call it bougie collars for dogs. <laughs> Don't be joking. It is. They are. <laughs> it is. It is. is. <laughs> we, uh, we have a leather crafting workshop here in Ottawa, and we craft uh, high-end uh, leather collars and leashes. Much of our work up until now has been custom work. Uh, we embellish with crystals from Austria. We do uh, leather carving and painting and all sorts of cool and and fun stuff like that. I love it. Um, so Danielle, a, mm-hmm. um, hey, hey, yeah, hey. Good. did I use it correctly? <laughs> you did. Am <laughs> I Canadian yet? Hey. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about how you got here. How did you get started in dog collar design? <laughs> Truly <She's> by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before I started my business, I actually worked in the IT industry. Um, I worked in an area of IT called cybersecurity. So I did all the fun stuff that kept you guys safe online. Thank you. And in, the, in 2013, I decided to leave my very safe, very secure complete with benefits and a pension plan corporate job and start my own business, which at the time was dog training. So from 2013 through to about 2019, 18, 19, I was solely focused on the dog training business. Now, I've always been a leather crafter by hobby. And uh, I started seeing, you know, I've always liked 
nice and pretty things for my dogs. I have several dogs. And so I thought, well, I could make these collars. These, this is, isn't that hard. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's hard. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> I won't show you what the first ones looked like, but anyway. Um, and so it just kind of grew as a more as a sideline of, hey, can you make a collar for my dog? Can you make a collar for my dog? And I said, sure. And then the pandemic hit. Uh, and when the pandemic hit, service-based industries, especially in-person service-based industries, we basically shut down. And overnight, my revenue was gone. Uh, I couldn't train. I couldn't board. I couldn't do any of that. And here in Ontario, we had very prolonged shutdowns. We were months shut down where basically nothing was allowed. And so I was like, well, I need to pivot. I need to do something to still pay my bills. And so I turned around and put my focus on the dog collar side of the business and got very, very lucky. Uh, also, you know, we already had an online presence, which I was be able to leverage to some extent and just started, you know, hustling and, and growing the business. And in 2020, it went from a, I guess 2019, we probably did about $17,000 on collars. In 2020, we did $154,000 on collars. Mm -hmm. And in 2021, we broke the quarter million mark. Right. And I've since added staff and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. It's been quite the ride. Uh, the ride. And then I know when you joined the mastermind, one of the biggest things was you were hitting capacity, right? Because the collars, oh, yeah. the custom collars right now. Yeah. Or yeah. Moving, Absolutely. We're moving into something else, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're trying. Yes. <laughs> so you made quarter of a million dollars in handmade leather collars. Um, and what, at what point did you hire? Like when was it, did you, what year did you hire? So in the summer of 2020, 2021, um, I had two good friends that took pity on me and started, started to give up their Sundays to come give me a hand. And so they were giving me, you know, one day a week, they both have full-time jobs, by the way, but they were just like, no, clearly you need help. You can't keep doing this by yourself. And I was really, really reticent about hiring because to me, I had this, I want to say anxiety about taking on that um, expense and also being responsible for someone else and somebody else's, you know, living. And so at the time, that's what I was comfortable with. So they came and helped me on Sundays and, you know, we kept it going through 2021. In December of 2021, I was finally like, no, I can't, I can't do this anymore. This is crazy. And so I hired my first actual weekday employee, <laughs> Ashley. So she started with me in December and I just recently in April hired a second um, weekday employee, which is Taryn. And so now we've got the two girls here during the week and myself, and then the friends that took pity on me to begin with are still coming out and giving me their Sundays when they're available to do a little bit of extra work for me and try to get us ahead and on track and doing all sorts of fun stuff. So yeah, Amazing. crazy. So did you ever sell on Etsy or did you just go, like, how did nope. you start getting your first customers? How did they find you on the World Wide Web or in, in the world in general? <laughs> So what I did was, believe it or not, there is something called the collar fancy. So these types of high-end collars, there are people that collect them, that mm. this is their hobby. Uh, and so I joined some collar groups on Facebook, which allowed uh, advertising, you know, self-promotion on certain days of the week. And that's how I started. And then I actually created my own group 
um, and invited people to join the Facebook group. And then I monetized that group. So that's where I was doing the bulk of my sales from. I didn't have a website to start. I didn't have anything automated. It was by Excel spreadsheet and email and messenger. And it was just a disaster. And then eventually I put the website up um, and then started to drive sales through the website. But that Facebook group, we have about 2,500 members in the group. That's probably still to this day, the bulk of how most people hear from us is they're invited into the group by a friend of theirs. And that's where they know what we're doing and they can keep track of their orders and do all kinds of stuff like that. So we did most of it in the group. We do have a small email list. Um, I think there's about 1,900 people on it. And this year, we're finally starting to leverage that a little bit more. And my goal is to rely less on social media and more on something that I own, which will be the email list. Amazing. Yeah. And you have that background knowledge. You know, I think the things that really stick out in my mind about you is that you have that background knowledge about training. So you could really mm-hmm. build content around that. You have that background knowledge about leather craft, which, you know, yep. there's so many other collars that, that aren't le- leather crafted, you know, they're handmade leather crafted. So it's that so- skill set too. So how did you come about those skill sets? So for example, you know, how did you get started in training and how did you get started in leather craft? Right. So training uh, started a long time ago. So I've always been involved in dogs. Uh, when I was eight, nine years old, I was showing dogs in confirmation. And they've always been a strong interest of mine, as have horses. And so when I was riding competitively, I also started coaching. And so I was coaching young riders. I went through various coaching certification programs, and I learned how to teach And that, over time, my interest shift from the horses primarily to the dogs. And I started teaching dog classes part-time. Typical, you know, group classes, certain dog sports, that kind of stuff. And then a friend of mine said to me, you know, you could do this full-time. Like, it's a legitimate business. You've got the skills. You've got the knowledge. And so I said, okay, cool. Let's try it. But I've been teaching in some capacity for probably 30 years now, at least, if not longer. And so it was very easy for me to take those skills and use them simply in a different market, which was in the dog world. People make the mistake that dog training is about the dogs. It's really not. It's 100% about the people skills, being able to get your ideas across, being able to teach somebody a new, you know, whether it's a new skill, a new piece of knowledge, something like that. So that's definitely served me well. And I still use it, you know, every day in my business. I have new employees that I am teaching them how to do things. Uh, Taryn came to me with no leather crafting experience whatsoever. So I'm teaching her from the ground up. Mm -hmm. The leather crafting was always a hobby. It was just something I was always interested in. You know, I started fixing my own horse tack uh, over the years and it just kind of grew from there. And it's something that I still, I'm still very much learning the craft. There's so many things to do. There's so many options. The possibilities are endless. And uh, I still get to, to me, it's like I get to play and I get paid for it. So I love that. I wanted to bring that up because it's, it's funny when we all look back at our journeys, right? It's not a straight line. It's always these, you know, windy (laughs) paths that kind of get us to where we are. And everybody has a different version of that. You know, everybody Mm -hmm. has their own path to profit, what we call it, or their own, you know, life journey. And you've really, 
you know, honed those skills and, and ended up here, you know, and who would have thought when you were first training dogs that you'd have a leather crafted, you know, collar business. (laughs) If somebody told me five years ago that I was going to be making my living building dog collars and that I was going to have a quarter million dollar business doing it, I would have laughed them out of the room. (laughs) With crystals too, right? You're like surrounded by crystals. (laughs) Exactly. Don't you, do you live on a farm? I do actually. Yeah. We uh, yeah we have fifty seven acres here, and we have uh, cows and sheep and chickens and all kind of fun stuff. And then yeah. you have your crystal room, right? Like, yes. <laughs> pretty much. It's like such a juxtaposition sometimes, too, right? Like I'm like, do you, yeah. like, do you have this Liberace room? You should. <laughs> Um, yeah. And I think that's something to pay attention to, you know, like wherever you are on your journey, I think even back in 2020, 2021, you're like, okay, well, we're trying this. And then cut to the end of 2021. You're like, I've made a quarter of a million dollars here. (laughs) Where can we go? I know in the mastermind, like our goal is to keep scaling your business without you having to be, you know, locked away in the crystal room. That's Um, right. (laughs) And be able to scale it, which you, you definitely have started to do. You've started to think through, other things. So what would you say, like, I'm asking this because we've seen you make a lot of big changes in the last (laughs) (laughs) You've done such a good job. So what do you Mm -hmm. think, like, what are some of the kind of key changes you've done? Cause this was the year of scaling. Well, you're not, this year's the year of stabilizing stabilizing. next year. Next year we'll scale. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I joined the mastermind when I came into the mastermind, I came, I, thought I had an idea of what I needed out of the mastermind, which was I'd gotten to this point, which was a quarter million dollars. And I needed to know how I felt like I was just like, just a little bit out of focus to get to that next step. And that by working in a mastermind, I'd be able to get that, that focus. What it did though, is it did a lot more because I was very much stuck in this is the business model that I have. This is the business model I need to go forward with because everybody in this space does it the same way, right? Like this is what we see. So this is what we're used to. And the mastermind really opened things up for me to start looking at my business model very differently and saying, okay, yes, this works to a point, but I'm always going to run into capacity issues. I'm always going to run into material issues because I can't. none of it is predictable when you're doing strictly custom work. And so we've been sitting down, you know, myself and and the, the my staff and looking at what can we do to change our business model and that that will position us to to scale because my goal honestly is a million dollars in 3 to 5 years. Yes. And after the mastermind retreat I was told a million dollars in 3, but I'm going to I'm going to stick to the 3 to 5. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen in the world and 3 to 5 is the same in That's, my mind. You yeah, know, exactly. it's like just numbers in that point, you know. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's been, uh, that's been great because it's been a lot of, there was just a lot of things that I hadn't, wouldn't have ever considered as even a remote possibility because I just didn't, I'm so immersed in the dog world in the, what I'll call the collar fancy that it's sometimes really hard to look outside of that and to be objective about what's really going on inside your business. So it's been super, super helpful to work with all the other business owners and they're like, yeah, but this. And then you're like, Oh, and you thought about that. Okay. I mean, that's, you know, you know that me yeah. and I have been in masterminds for years and, and been able to be around people, which, you know, is part of, that's exactly how mm-hmm. we started the product boss was with a mastermind because, you know, you can't, 
grow in a silo. And if you're surrounded by so many people that are in the same industry, there was someone in our candle company. There's someone in our group that said that you weren't allowed to follow. There's some candle coach out there or something. And they said, do not follow other candle makers or something like that. There's this rule, this like unsaid rule that they had. And and it's like, everyone's going to come up with their own rules or like you're in your own world. But then that's the thing of like where the genius comes is, is figuring out what other markets are doing, looking outside mm-hmm. the box and then saying, okay, how can I adjust this to my business? Because that's the thing that's going to pull you away from the pack. Yeah. No pun intended, right? But like, <laughs> but, but that's the thing that's, right. Cause <laughs> otherwise what we do is we, we compete over price. So 100%. What, what happens is like, and you've got beautiful amazing collars, but they're several hundred dollars. So when someone is a, a collar fancy fan and they're looking at, you know, beautiful crystal studded collars, the sizes might be the same. Yeah. The design is a bit different, right. but then it's going to come down to price shopping. Why yours and not someone else's. So what's more to it? Like what, what is the thing that's more to the customer? Why they're going to pick your business and it's more than your product and the price. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So Mina and I were just talking about how some people in our community are having trouble figuring out how to price their products so they can actually make a profit. And if this is you, I want to tell you you're not alone. So just imagine what it could be like if you were a hundred percent confident in your pricing and you can sell your products on any platform without worrying about offering a discount, losing money or burning out. That's why we're so excited to bring you the pricing your products for profit system. This is your key to pricing your products correctly for multiple platforms so that you can take what you do from an expensive hobby to a profitable business. So inside, we will walk you through step-by-step in the pricing your products for profit system workshop and the pricing for profit formula. You also get the pricing mindset training and the pricing questions bank to get all your burning questions answered. And right now you can get the two workshops, this incredible system and formula for just $17. Yeah. I said just $17. So head to theproductboss.com slash pricing to get instant access for the win. It comes down to what Danielle was saying about you're so in it, you don't see things. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even when we're working on, let's just say the product boss, we get tunnel vision, right? Because we're so immersed in the day to day and we're so immersed in our own, you know, we're exposed to what we're exposed to. But when you have other people that come into your business that are exposed to a whole different world, then it's mm-hmm. a whole different world you're getting exposed to via their lens, you know? And I think for you, for example, um, you know, looking at your journey, like I have a different filter, even from Jacqueline, right? different perspective, different filter, same with every other masterminder. And then when I'm looking at you, you might think your journey is something or your business model is something or, you know, what you've learned because you've been exposed to certain things. But like when I'm looking at it from the outside, I can actually pick out your unique selling points, you know, like, oh, Mm -hmm. Danielle, actually, I didn't realize you had a background in horses too. I did. So for example, (laughs) you know, so lots of horse owners also own multiple dogs, right? you know, and they can definitely afford bougie cows. Okay. Let me tell you. And they understand the value of leather craft and good leather craft and things like that. So that's just an example of somebody coming into your business and being like, Hey, I know that you, it's just a different perspective. Mm -hmm. It, It covers more ground. And that's the beauty of the mastermind. So what are some things that you feel like in your journey that you know, I know that the business model changed and everything like that. I feel like it also changed in the fact that you're more willing to hire people now. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> yes, definitely. Hiring has been huge. And there are still some positions that I know I need to hire for, or that at the very least, I need to contract out the work in order to get it done. So the big thing that I've really realized is that I can't do it all. And even though I have the skills, because I do have a very strong tech skills, it's what I did for 20 years professionally. Just because I can do it doesn't mean that I should. And just because I should, you know, I can doesn't mean that it's the best use of my time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm starting to get a lot more comfortable with, you know, taking that dip in profitability, going into the savings account or whatever to pay for a service, to hire on a new team member, to ultimately kind of get to that next, to get to the next level of where we're looking to go. Uh, so that was huge because, yeah, I was not willing to hire. And I think a lot of us, when we reach this this point in our business, when you're used to being a one person shop and you're suddenly, you know, you're you're making great money because it's still an it's still quite an accomplishment to hit that quarter million mark. Not all small businesses do. We know that. And but it's such a mind shift to go from working alone in my, you know, in my basement to okay, this isn't just a hobby that pays the bills. This is a legitimate business and therefore I need to have employees. I need to contract out the work. I need to do these things. I need, these are expenses that I have to have. And it's freaking scary, man. <laughs> and boom, there it was. That's what I was trying to literally say was the fact that I wanted you to say it was a mind shift. So the oh, huge. is a complete mind shift that people don't quite understand. When you get to a certain point, you have to shift your mind into being able to do something different. It's so hard if you're working by yourself or if you, you know, you know, you even said I wasn't willing, you know, so it's true. Yep. yeah. And then it, um, I feel like the people that get the most out of the mind of the mastermind are the people that do them that, that shift their mind into the fact that I am a business owner. I do have to start delegating because my time really is precious. And these are the things that I really want to do. And nobody can think the same way that I can for my business. So how can I, you know, delegate to elevate what I'm doing, you know, and that really is the mind shift shift that has to happen. Um, mm -hmm. And it can't be done on your own. Like, I'm no. saying this from experience of, you know, my prying hands on things, you know, like people prying my dead hands off of projects sometimes, you know, but it, it requires other people. Literally dead. She's like, I'm dead. I'm burnt out. Give it over. It honestly, it really, really drove home for me when we did the mastermind retreat a few weeks back. It was the first time since 2013. Now remember, because I started on the dog training side. It was the first time since 2013 that I left my business for a couple of days and it ran without me, mm -hmm. right? And so I was able to go and take time for myself and work on things that I needed to work on with an amazing group of women and that will ultimately pay off for my business and not have to worry about what was happening at home, not have to worry about I'm not answering emails, I'm not standing there answering the phone. In this case, I'm not shipping product. It was unbelievable. That was huge, 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 huge for me to be able to just walk away for four days and say, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And also, I mean, for us it, at that event, we've been to events where we were inspired by this, but it was where you were taken care of. So you didn't have to think, 
how do I go get coffee or tea or, yes. or what am I going to eat? You know, like that decision fatigue because as business owners, whether you're a business owner, parents, you're running a farm with all these animals. Like there's so many decisions to be made mm-hmm. at all times. And so it was that idea of letting you kind of take that time to internalize, to learn and not have to worry or stop to think about, you know, some of the basic things of like, <laughs> what yeah. am I going to eat today? Um, <laughs> so I'm so glad that Which you- Which usually you, we're like, oh, I forgot to eat today. <laughs> that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, So I'm really proud of you and like the shifts that you made. What are you most excited about for this year? Oh gosh. Um, This year, I'm most excited about taking a vacation. (laughs) Mm, Legitimately. Um, So I am actually in about 10 days heading out to Nova Scotia for a week to visit some friends and, you know, just have some R&R and eat good food and breathe in some ocean air and that kind of stuff. But that aside, on the business side, I'm really excited about completing the transition to our new business model, which we will be all things going well launching this summer and seeing where that takes us because I think it's going to really position us for a lot of growth and get us to that next level next year. So that's, you know, yeah. Can we see what the new business model is? Yeah, by all means. Okay, <laughs> we can. Yeah. So what the way we've been operating, of course, as you know, is we've been doing ex- almost exclusively custom work and very little ready to ship and absolutely no inventory based model at all. And so we're going to be moving into we're going to have one collection that is going to be always available in inventory at all times. So it's going to be a smaller collection, but it's always going to be there. And then we are going to be planning uh, product drops throughout the year. But the cool thing is you're not going to have to wait for your collar to ship. It's already done. So you're just going to go online, pick what you want, the size you want, and you'll have it within a matter of a couple of days. Thankfully, shipping from Canada, the US, most stuff arrives honestly in less than a week from when it leaves here. We will be maintaining the custom option, but the access to it's going to be a little different. And that part I'm not telling. Okay. <laughs> Y'all just going to have to wait. <laughs> Which is huge because, and that's the thing, right? Custom, everyone out there that does custom, they have customer service going back and forth. People mm-hmm. are picking the colors, but we've talked a lot about a lot of times when you're doing custom, it's probably something you already have on the site that they see. Yeah generally. Some people have their own sort of version of it, but it's something that they might see that's already photographed and they kind of just want to get that. And so a lot of our custom businesses that we've worked with, your customers do have decision fatigue. So we want to narrow down. If it is custom customized, we can narrow that down or charge a lot for it. Or what can they get off the shelf? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really excited to see see what you come up with. You've got If anyone's listening in real time right now, there's the Summer Sunday Limited Edition Collar, which is beautiful. It's, um, I have it. I have it here somewhere. You do? It's, <laughs> right. It's hand, um, it's hand, go off camera. it's hand painted and it's hand, um, uh, like the, what is it called? Engraved. Engraved. Hand, yeah. Engraved it, yeah. It's hand carved. Here we hand go. Tool, yeah. it. it wasn't far. So, oh my goodness. Look at that. Oh, Nina. Wow. It's beautiful. Right. You know Isn't what? You? The, when you look at websites, you know, I say this all the time that you have to transfer over the experience. I gotta say, you holding it up was a whole different experience than me seeing it online. You know, the perspective of your hand, the yep. showing it like that. Yeah, um, we have two versions of it. Do you want to get a new puppy this year? And I'm like, I'm going to just have to commission you to do that later on in the year because <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so cute. It's cute. It's awesome. It turned out really well. So yeah. Someone just said, looks like Amelia is getting a new collar. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. so yeah. So tell our customers or not our customers, tell our listeners how they can actually become customers, where they can shop from you, follow you, interact, maybe even how to get into that Facebook. Sure. So we do have a website. It's fusionbydesigncollars.com. Uh, everything is there. And I do know that sometimes custom can be a little overwhelming. So you can always reach out to us. We have a Facebook page by the same name, Fusion by Design Collars. And then, of course, we have our fan group on Facebook, which has a lot of personal interactions, both with myself, with my team, with other customers, with people who are simply admirers and just love to look at the stuff. And the Facebook group is called Fusion by Design or Behind the Bench. And I can't remember if I wrote it Fusion by Design Collars behind the bench, or it's behind the bench Fusion by Design Collars. I can't remember. I should DM know these her things. on Instagram. DM me on Instagram <laughs> as well. Yes, we're on Instagram too. <laughs> That's like all an easy way. Like we yeah. have no idea what our website is, but go to it. Fusion by Design Collars on Instagram too, so we're easy to find. Yeah. This is yeah. such a good episode. You're so fun. And, you know, I love how you, you really break things down and just really clear uh, about it. So I hope it was as impactful for our listeners as well. Yeah, I hope thanks so. Thanks for being on, Danielle. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's always fun yeah. with you too. It is. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Class Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.